0: The 1990s marked a pivotal moment in history when the fall of the Berlin Wall and the end of the Cold War, as a winds of change swept across Eastern Europe, a German rock band named the Scorpions captured the essence of this transform- transformative era in their iconic ballad. But what if I told you there was more to this song that meets the eyes? Join us as we navigate through the secrets and rumors surrounding winds of change
1: and its alleged connections to the CIA. To covert operations during the final days of the
0: Cold War. From Moscow to Washington, our journey will take us behind the scenes. Did the CIA have a hand in shaping the anthem of change? Or were these just rumors shrouded in mystery? We'll join the conspiracy outposts as we unravel these threads of history and the power of music and the role of intelligent agencies in shaping the world's events. Get ready to venture into the unknown and discover the truth behind the Scorpions' winds of change. I'm your host, Casey.
2: I'm Mike. I'm Jamboree Joe.
3: (laughs) And you know, uh, and another fun fact the beer I just cracked was indeed a hurricane. (laughs) So I
0: was going to listen to the song today, but. I got caught up with taking a nap.
3: So. It,
2: it's a decent song. It's pretty mellow. It's uh, yeah, I like it.
3: Um, it, it's <laughs> like a song that keeps playing, and it like there's subliminal messages in it to say uh, don't commit adultery, on it. <laughs> obey, your law, local, <laughs> Honestly, obey your local obey your local lawmen.
2: I I know <laughs> this was my uh, thing, but unfortunately, I didn't look up shit on it uh, because <laughs> I've I've been very very fucking busy, um, both working construction and uh, playing in three bands lately um hey let's fucking get it i <laughs> i chose yeah, I, this one because it's door, and I love music there is
0: there was like an eight-part podcast that i wish i would have known about because i didn't really look into anything until today because I, I understand going on, i've been but,
2: dude i've been so busy like but uh like dude i I, I, I was, I was, I, was I was late working. on my fucking edit. I was trying to get it done in the morning, but it was like the night before when I got home on uh Friday the night
1: mm-hmm.
2: I got home at three o'clock in the morning from my gig. I slept in Saturday. I had to fucking go and fucking practice write, and then actually uh go and touch up some shit on a house that I was working on so yeah, it was we can like,
0: hear you joseph but i think I, I, I didn't get done on switched. that. In,
2: I didn't get done on that until like eight o'clock at night because I had started late that day. And then I stayed up again till like two or three in the morning because my sleep schedule's fucked. And so it's like, I had, I started editing on fucking Sunday instead of Saturday at like fucking 11. Cause Damn. I fucking woke up at 10. When, when I started this podcast, I never thought I'd be this busy. Um, because I only have one band going at the time, and that band wasn't even really gigging that much, and now both bands are gigging quite a bit. We're trying to at least get to practice each per thing, and, and one band is trying to fucking, like, now get a... Oh. We're bringing in a new bass player, new fucking guitar player, um, and it's it's just... It's getting wild. I don't... I'm having a hard time oh. fi- finding oh, shit, time. It's it's hard. Um, I know both of y'all work fucking full-time oh. jobs too so it is it is hard for I think yeah, all of us and
3: then fucking trying to balance family shit too yeah alrighty so winds of change kind of spiraled away out of there
0: um <laughs> so this was a uh this is a song by a west german rock band named the scorpions it was their recorded on their 11th studio album crazy world in 1990 It was per their record, not the conspiracy one. It was composed and written by the band's lead singer, Klaus. How do you say his last name, Mike? Is it mean or main? It's M-E-I-N-E.
2: M-E-I-N-E.
0: Any. I I think it's mean.
2: Give me a second.
0: But I'm not sure. Klaus mean.
3: How is it spelled?
0: M-E-I-N-E. Mean.
3: Hit mine, no. but he's
0: German, so that's why I was. I was like, uh,
3: main, I don't know. I'm the worst person. I tried there.
0: to. I tried to get him on our podcast too, to talk about it, but he he didn't respond to me as per usual. No one ever does. <laughs>
3: nah, they want to get. They want to get paid. They don't want to just talk to people.
0: He did a. Uh, well, we'll get down to it. But he did an interview with the magazine about it, but. I wanted him to come speak upon it.
2: I would... So it's Klaus M- M- Main, I would say.
0: Main? Okay. I think so. Okay, Klaus Main, and produced by Keith Olsen and the band. Uh, Not
2: related to
3: the Olsen twins, right? Actually, they are. <laughs> really? <laughs>
2: I have no idea. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Pulled> the phone.
0: <laughs> so... Per the per the actual like story, like the the band's story, it said uh, his lyrics were composed when uh, Klaus Main, uh, following the band's uh, after they went to uh, him and the band went to a visit to the Soviet Union at the height of the political reform movement of the Communist Party, and then the Winds of Chains was released as the album's third single on January twenty first, nineteen ninety one, and became a worldwide hit. And then this is this. That's, that was just all the background that I did on the actual song. But then we got some conspiracy stuff. So I wish I would have knew about this. I wish I would have did an actual research two fucking weeks ago. Cause then I could have listened to this podcast, but there's this, uh, this podcast called pineapple street studios podcast, wind of change. And uh, this podcast released May 11th, 2020 and it was uh, the whole premise of the podcast was raising questions regarding the song's origin. Uh, Patrick Redden Keith, a New York author and host of the podcast, investigates the uh, allegation that the song was written by or connected to the CIA, citing a rumor originally uh, or uh, originating, not originally a rumor origin uh, ri- fuck, originating allegedly from inside the CIA. G- CIA agency itself so when uh when he first heard about the rumor from his contacts uh it was about a decade ago and he I guess uh, I guess he was intrigued by it ever since and then it's ah, man it's crazy cuz CIA did have their hands in a lot of shit i mean i'm not i'm not saying that they did do this but there's a there's a quote by him. He says, "Of course we know the of uh, the guy of the podcast. He said, of course we knew the Berlin Wall was going to fall. Of course the Soviet Union was going to collapse. But the people in the CIA at the same time didn't take it all for granted. There was a sense that the Soviet Union was going to last forever and the CIA needed to do everything they could do to undermine it. And then that meant using every weapon in their arsenal, including the most American of cultural exports, was heavy rock." Soviet, uni- uh, Soviet officials have long been nervous over the free expression that rock stood for and how it might affect the Soviet youth. Keith says that the CIA saw rock music as a cultural weapon in the Cold War and Winds of Change* was released a year after the fall of the Bern- Berlin Wall and became the anthem for the end of the communists and reunification of Germany. It had its soft power message that the intelligence service one and two promote where'd you go mike
3: he disappeared do you think the government had a hand in a uh, hip-hop as well uh with uh, ice cubes cousin Dell the funky human uh Dell the funky homo sapien because he got a brush is that an actual out. person i don't know if that's yeah uh Dale, the funky homo sapien
0: never heard of him uh and i didn't know ice cube had a brother either
3: no it's his cousin oh cousin yeah, he was a I guess
0: that that makes sense that he would have a cousin of some sort. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, no, he um he has the song called fucking uh if you must. And I can't remember the fucking lyrics. I'm about to pull them up, right? Here. <laughs> that's that's uh this 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 needs to be stated here. Okay. It's important to practice good hygiene. At least, if you want to run with my team, I'm about to get into some shit that I've seen. That fool's breath. I mean, so bad it'll melt your ice cream. Uh, that's just the beginning of it. I was just trying to find the brush your teeth thing, but it, it, the, the whole song, you know, just seems like telling you how to brush your teeth. So, <laughs> seems, so maybe the maybe not the like the CIA maybe did write the song, but it could have been someone from uh. You know, there's like big pharma, this big, uh, big dental, uh, big dentistry. It's just like, Hey man, we know your cousin's big. Yeah, man. I want to do some music too. Like whatever. And it's like, I I bet I could do the same stuff. It's like, well, okay. uh, You want to do some gangster rap? Mm, uh, Well, we had something in a slightly different direction. How about we just, uh, get you to rap about personal hygiene. You don't want to stink, man. What's more? There ain't nothing more gangster. Than having your teeth brushed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Gingivitis express... is a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you, want to talk... you want to talk about bloods and grips, but we're here to talk about gingivitis. <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere in there, maybe implement, you know, gingivitis can't bite us. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I got a buzz already.
1: Buzz, buzz, buzz.
0: I guess uh, you couldn't, like, in, in Germany during their, uh, their shit, they kind of buy Western music in record stores. You can only get it on the black market. And if you got it, you can get in hella trouble, I guess, if you're listening to like bands like the Scorpions. Um uh, Keith uh, interviewed people from Moscow and St. Petersburg who risked arrest because uh, I guess that song meant a lot of a lot to them, and I guess he was saying that uh, would it change like like to these people? He was asking him, "I, it would it change your mindset if uh, if you found out that the original songs, the original song was actually a CIA operation and not from the band." But that's just uh I don't know I don't know if it would or not to to the people. I was just saying because uh, uh the guy who did this podcast he said that uh would the would the music mean like have a different meaning to you if uh you found out that it was actually a CIA operation and not not just a band creating it for the post-communist oh, it totally area. era era it, it uh, area. totally
2: would yeah because one comes across as wholesome one comes across as uh government pawn and
0: mind manipulating I mean, kind of deal
2: yeah if you if you already have a history
3: with the song that's you know you have like memories with it i don't think it would change it too much people still I listen. Mean, to i fucking, feel like uh, r. kelly people still listen to r kelly songs after knowing what he did to people Children.
2: Yeah, but at least now you can be like, "Oh, I get it now." He was talking about the children. <laughs> he was talking about the children the whole time. Or but, but this Jackson. one is like, "Oh, I know. you gotta, you gotta... I, I get it now." He was trying to, uh you know, manipulate me the entire time. Whereas R. Kelly was just trying to manipulate the children. The children. Well,
0: I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I like Dave Chappelle's joke. He's like, "How old is sixteen? Really?" He's like, "If I'm sixteen years old, some guy has to piss on me. I'm not gonna stand in the way of him. I'm gonna move out of the way." <laughs> He's like, those bitches were oh, laying down money. asking he for said, it.
3: Yeah, he said, unless oh, they offer him whatever gosh. money, it's like, all right, whatever. It's like, watch the eyes. <laughs> 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 uh, oh shit. I don't know. I, I think that really kind of almost falls, it kind of borderlines uh separate the artistry from the artist. I don't know, because if it is like trying to subliminally, whatever. I mean, there are songs that outright try to fucking tell you like what to do, and people still, I don't know, listen to it. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm yeah, wondering. but a lot of people. I'm still over here thinking about Del the Funky <laughs> sapiens, All
0: right. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people they uh, they'll read into shit that's not even there either. They'll read a book that has nothing to do with murder, but then yet go out and murder somebody because they said the book the book inspired them to do it. This is a book about bees and flowers. What the fuck are you reading into? <laughs> um
3: I don't know. What I was gonna say, <laughs> people, yeah, you know, people misinterpret things all the time. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, oh it was for sure. Song, yeah, if it's a song trying to subliminally tell you to do shit, then it's like, wait, well, you ain't got to. I mean, for fuck's sake, the uh, what what was it, the black uh, Blackwater Mercenaries? They're fucking killing innocent people while blasting fucking uh, Elvis songs. <laughs> you? I don't know.
0: Why didn't you bring that up during our Elvis episode? You yesterday.
3: Oh, I should have. There, there was footage way I back. I didn't even in the know day that. But it's like wise men say, <laughs> "Only fools."
0: <laughs> there's, there's uh, something about I listening to some like old timing music there. and murdering people. You know, when you get on like oh, Fallout New know. Vegas and you just put on like the music and then you just go around murking motherfuckers. Ooh, got some. Music playing in the background as
2: we see? Yeah, I figure we should probably listen to it.
3: I'm gonna be real, I wouldn't have listened to this song regardless. It's not really in my wheelhouse. I
2: don't care if the government Matthew would sing this very well. Have you guys heard this yet? Nah, no,
0: I've I, never listened to this song yeah. before in my life.
3: I think we were ear prepared for this pod.
0: It is cool though, because it is talking about like the changing of uh, times and stuff
1: and being
3: I don't see a fucking whatever you have a thousand people bible thumping and I mean the bible's literally there for people to follow like rules and regulations if they did alter the fucking lyrics or they had they wrote the lyrics to the song to subliminal so far it doesn't seem
2: that bad it doesn't seem like altered but
3: yeah, I don't see what they're fucking shifting. And if they're pre... What, what's the difference between... It's kind of dumb if you think about it because how many people write songs literally telling people to do the right thing and everything that's not government? I don't think it should change anything if the government wrote the song, honestly. That doesn't change... That doesn't change anybody preach it. are uh, they're, Yeah. They're I think hip- it
0: would change it if they... If it was, um, like if they wanted communism to stay around and the people didn't want to.
3: Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, you have songs that are just trying to preach about like peace and shit. You have, a uh, you have the, the KRS-One song, uh, self-construction. Which is a bunch of rappers together, where literally the movement is st- the the movement is stopped the violence, and it's just them talking about like putting your guns down and fucking being peaceful, be the peace you'd like to see, and, and not just that. I mean, you got other fucking songs from thousands of people, and like like one. Green
0: Day, like, saying they don't want to be American idiots. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Their whole thing, fucking anti-government, which I get, but. Be, I, Damn! Been,
1: if if the CIA
2: wrote this 000. guitar solo, then fuck.
1: See, I don't
0: think they would have wrote the the actual the music, actual music, lyrics. just maybe the lyrics.
2: The lyric giving them. The I lyrics. mean, like, hey, if I was CIA agent, I'd probably write a guitar solo so people <laughs> knew what was <laughs> the
3: up. one CIA uh, CIA agent with the fucking ponytail. I
2: wrote like, I wrote the eight minute guitar solo that was in Freebird. <laughs> <laughs> And Why like because like, it's fucking dope, dog. <laughs> you guys wrote the lyric. You guys wrote the lyrics.
3: What are we supposed to play this to? That's up to Brad. Brad and his guy comes in with a suit and tie, and he has a braided ponytail. Yeah. And uh, yeah in case everybody's team. wondering
2: right now, we are we are listening to the song at this moment. Um to, I'm listening it so loud that I can barely hear the rest of them. But we are listening.
1: So um yeah. So
2: fucking. Uh...
0: Is this the original music video, or is this just some video off <laughs> of Facebook? I
2: don't know. I, it might be a lyric video. Oh, uh, Okay. I mean, there's some child in fucking dandelions. That's
0: <laughs> what. Uh, so that's what I was. Well, because I have this. Uh. Oh no. Because the original ones in black and white, so that makes sense. And it ha- it looks like they're actually singing, and there's a firework in the background. And I see none of that shit in
2: this video. Yeah. Dude, so I I I did feel we had to listen to it. Um, what do you What do you guys think so about about the video so far? Or At least we watched the lyric video. Do
0: you want to share the the actual video
1: to you guys?
2: I mean, I could have chosen that, but it's like I wanted the lyrics because it's more about the lyrics,
1: you know? Yeah.
0: The music video is nothing. Uh, they had some of the scenes in it. They just have it like showing like war a little bit. Uh, There's some tanks, some soldiers. I don't know. I'm probably, I'm sure it was a very uh, strong and powerful video back when it, uh. But what's it called? Uh. It says among uh, former operatives and leather clad rockers from Moscow to Kiev to a uh, G.I. Joe convention in Ohio. It's stories about spies doing the unthinkable about propaganda, hidden in pop music, and a maze of government secret winds of change and offbeat eight-part investigation. Yes, yeah, he was an eight-part, yeah. Can so that's out. the same. Token. Yeah.
3: Uh, the G.I. Joe thing? That just remind me. Robert Kirkman's working on a new comic. forget what it's called. It's, uh, this alien type whatever thing. But... But I was like, oh, this sounds pretty cool. But what it is, it's supposed to be a, a new comic thing to um, merge two franchises together, which is G.I. Joe and Transformers. Because the movies just did that, and now they're doing it comic-wise, too. And Robert Kirkman is doing a gateway comic in between that, basically. Fusing the two together. Where am fucking that's there not that important i was trying to say before i don't know if i was heard but i don't understand like it it wouldn't change the meaning of the song to you if you figured out the government wrote it it's like what are they manipulating you into because listening to the lyrics of that song doesn't really seem close the door
0: yeah i don't think it's very closed door either
3: uh, what um if anything, they're opening. It doesn't. Doors. It doesn't seem like there's anything in there that's like super subliminal. It's like it, it seems like a really feel good song. It's like, what is it doing, telling you to do something the right way? I don't know. Like I said, um, I don't know if it, yeah, if you guys heard me, but the thing about uh like that song from Karis One, Self Construction, it's the whole song's about stopping the violence. Like it's it's a whole PSA. It's a really dope song but it has a bunch of people in it. But it's like Karis One says in it, you got to be the piece you'd like to see. And it's I don't it's a really uh moving song. And if I
2: if I heard that all these rappers If he knew all these rappers that were doing what they did, then he'd be like, Fuck <laughs> this shit, dog. If I learned that all <laughs> these rappers
3: were fucking told by a different agency that here's the lyrics to it, I'd be hurt that they didn't write the lyrics. But the song's still good. I have like a history with it. It's still a good song.
2: I mean, but then again, for those who stand for something, um, wouldn't you feel kind of betrayed? Like if NWA was only putting their, uh, their anti fucking cop raps out in order to push a movement instead of just like, Hey, um, this is what's happening in our neighborhood. If they were trying to push a political movement.
3: Yeah, I I guess. Yeah, that would, I guess hurt a little bit. I mean, especially because I'd, that's like a distraction kind of thing. You're pushing hatred towards, or pushing something that actually, like a, I can't even think of the words right now. <laughs> when you're pushing like a, you're pushing some kind of like anti whatever to distract from something else that's going on. That That's kind of fucked up, but I, I don't see the. That.
0: There was a, uh, in a XM interview with Eddie Trunk on May 13, 2020, Maine stated that it's a fascinating idea and it's an entertaining idea, but not true at all. In December 2020, it was further reported that investigation of the song's origins based on the claims from the podcast will be adapted to a Hulu direct uh, Hulu series uh, directed by Alex Kerpovsky, I don't know how to say
2: Alex name. Jones. No, <laughs> <laughs> how funny would that be? <laughs> the
0: frogs are gay, and the music was written by the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, yeah, no, uh, so he denies it, which obviously, I mean, even if he was telling the truth or not, I don't think he would come out and say, Oh, yeah, the CIA gave us a little hand in this. But, I just lost my train of thought. Of
3: course you did. <laughs> what
0: were you saying, Joseph?
3: I was just fucking yelling at my kid because he's fucking destroying everything. This is fucking whole bitch fucking bitching at me cycle.
2: Oh, I'd bitch man. at you too if, if you were my dad. <laughs> I, I was just saying earlier...
3: Yeah, if uh, if somebody wrote like lyrics, whatever, distract you from something, then I'd understand. If they're trying to like get a message out, but that that's probably doesn't make any sense. Also got a fucking buzz going on here, so
1: <laughs> I guess if they, yeah,
3: I I can understand if it's fucking invasive shit, like they're trying to fucking invade your mind with some shit like trying to fucking get you to subliminally think away without you thinking you came up with it that pissed me off too i guess it's like people that are I, I don't know it's like google i don't mind like some of the ads on google but it, it's like a lot of people are like oh i don't want the government knowing that much shit but at the same time it's like well you're also on a phone you also carry a phone everywhere you go so you don't care that much so they're not in your business <laughs> but you care enough that they uh know what type of headphones you want I don't know. There's also this comedian on Netflix. It was fucking hella funny. The guy said Google saved his life. And he was going on this fucking... I, I forget the comedian's name. He's hella funny. Um, He was saying how he was Googling how to kill himself. And they gave him the fucking suicide hotline. And he was like, I don't want this shit, whatever. And then he's like, so I had to go to Reddit to figure out how to kill myself. And they told me, oh, it's easy. You know, you stop breathing because... Or you start breathing again when you try to... Whatever. It's not because you're trying to get air. It's because you're trying to release the fucking, um... Uh, fucking... Can't even think of the shit. Carbon... Oh, God.
1: Carbon oxide?
3: CO2? No, I don't fucking... The shit you breathe out. I can't think of it right now. CO2. Yeah, so anyways. Oh, my God. Getting dizzy. Uh... From anger and the drinking, uh yeah, so anyways, he says uh yeah, so you gotta get um you gotta you know get an old car, one that won't pass like smog, preferably in the nineties, whatever, put a fucking a hose through the fucking exhaust in your uh fucking uh garage, put it through the window slightly cracked, you just put on your favorite playlist. And you just uh, wait to meet Jesus or whatever. And he was like, and I'm doing this stuff, and then I go, and then right after this, I look at this. Google gives me a fucking advertisement for a 1990 something car. It's like these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they wouldn't have they wouldn't show him how to kill himself. When he looks how to kill himself, they needs this old vehicle. Google shows him where to get the vehicles. That is kind of problem on my death. It's like, so that's why I'm still alive. <laughs> whatever. It's like, because as long as Google's alive. There'll be it. and he said his name, and I can't remember his fucking name. Yeah, it's on Netflix, the stand-ups. I think it's in season three. I forget his name, but it's hella funny. He's like he stayed alive and like in spite of Google because they're trying to give him the vehicle to kill himself, trying to profit off his death.
1: That shit's all funny. Kinda spiraled out there a little bit. Um
3: I don't know. I don't think I could change the emotion of a song that I fucking that I've already been listening to for so long. Uh another good example is uh there's that the game song featuring Michael Jackson, which turns out wasn't Michael Jackson, it was Michael Jackson sound, like sounded like him. And I don't know if they ever got in trouble for that shit. But the guy came out and flat out said it's like, Oh yeah, I'm the one that sang in that song. And it's like, my god, dude, that was like the ultimate betrayal. That was Michael Jackson's voice. Until they get you, and uh it's not, but it's still a good song it felt ultimately betrayed. I don't know it the thing about lyrics is you interpret them the way that you interpret them, so I mean, even if there's like subliminal messages in it, it doesn't change the way you perceive the lyrics, even though they're trying to tell you to believe this and that, you don't necessarily that's a tricky one with songs. Because a lot of times I'll listen to a song and it could be about about like heartbreak and shit like that or someone betraying you. And I don't necessarily listen to the lyrics of songs thinking that it was a separate person. I did it. Sometimes I listen to songs about like heartbreak but putting that other person as myself too. Like a you hurt yourself kind of thing. Like they're a separate person. It's all about interpretation with shit. A lot of people listen to a fucking love song or a heartbreak song and think it like one of their parents instead of like a loved one. Unless it's oddly specific and says, You used to fuck me good and now you don't or something. Yeah, maybe they
0: could still be thinking about Perfect. their parents, though.
3: If you're in if you're in Alabama, it would still have the same point to it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I'm saying uh, yeah. So I mean people alter like they interpret lyrics differently. So
1: some uh some uh, artists that I
0: that have collabed with American espionage services include Louis Armstrong, Nina Simone, and the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. All did uh, secret projects with the CIA,
3: allegedly or actually. Did
0: actually did. Oh.
3: I'd only feel betrayed if not. I don't know
0: what they said, but you know that's just just what. Uh,
3: if Raven tidbit. Simone was in there, because he said a Simone in there wasn't the Simone I know, not Simone I love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm actually going to listen to this eight part podcast probably tomorrow. We'll see. I should have listened to it prior, but I kinda, I'm kind of more interested in it now that we now that we're discussing it because he. Because they say they got CIA people on there. They got uh, other artists that were in, that were talked to by the CIA to change their lyrics and their songs to fit the the world time. So it's, it just seems like it's going to be an interesting listen to. I'm going to check her out.
1: Check her out, brother.
0: I should have did it prior, but you know, I've had a lot of shit going on the last week, so I haven't
1: really... Paying the time to, yeah, it kind of long. But long. next week I'll uh have a good fucking, have a good understanding. Yeah, because we're doing Project Ice Form, so it's gonna be cool. And this is a
0: that's a that's a program that was going on during the Cold War. Ooh but this time we're not going to be talking about nazis I'm talking about the soviets
3: <laughs> oh we're gonna find some nazi stuff
2: and talk about it i'm man. sure dude uh,
0: I, I swear to god there's gonna be some fucking nazi shit in there at some yeah. point
2: i'm gonna purposely I mean, if look casey for brought it, it up it, you know there's gonna be nazi stuff
0: super super <laughs> unintentional i didn't know that all the stuff that I, all the secret government operations all just what dialed back to the Nazis, but as <laughs> that's they say, not any... only
2: your fault. That's the government's fault for having so many operations <laughs> with the Nazis. You can't look up a single operation with the U S government and be like, there's no Nazis involved. Well, like, I Are you guess. sure about that? There's no Nazis involved. It's like, well, there's a little, it's like, what is the little? It's like 90% of the people involved with Nazis. It's like, God damn it. U S government. It, it was it was clean on this one. <laughs> this whole year. Is that not crazy. how it goes though?
0: <laughs> it, it definitely is What they say is any any good conspiracy Starts out of Nazi Nazi
3: Germany
0: This one actually might have some Nazi shit in it
3: The Nazis man They, they were the ones that covered up Flat earth and the hollow earth Man They also hid Amelia Earhart's body and they turned her into a super soldier by giving her... We know what everything. happened
0: to her. She got into an epic battle with the crabs. And, uh,
3: <laughs> That's my favorite theory and I'm going to stick with that one. <laughs> I, she, she became crab feed. <laughs> this feels like a really short podcast.
0: Yeah, this... Well, I you mean cuz I didn't, I should have listened to that fucking other podcast man.
3: I should have did some fucking things and I was going to when I got off work today. I'm also but very distracted tonight so
2: there is that
0: Well even even all the articles that I read they all basically say the same thing. It all points back to that podcast. So I think it's more of like we need to we can revisit this at some point in the future but
2: We we probably should. But we need to
0: listen to that like eight part podcast and then discuss what they were Discussing on there. Cause I feel like that would make it more, more, uh, yeah,
2: I'm sorry. I didn't, I did not old. come prepared to this one at all. I've been super busy and I think that's been the same for everybody else in this. Um, unfortunately we don't make money from this podcast, so, uh, we can't exactly take time off. We are just doing this in the, wee hours that we have trying to support ourselves and families that we have
0: Oh, what are yeah. you talking about, Mike? We make a little money.
2: <laughs> not enough to support, bro.
0: Yeah, I know. Because you guys aren't on our Patreon, so get on our fucking Patreon and start supporting your boys.
2: Our wieners are on there.
0: That is not true.
2: <laughs> I not mean, true. we <laughs> can get them on there if you got if you guys keep asking for our wieners, our wieners will be on there. Yeah, you ask us twice to do anything, we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> But for winners you got to ask three times. I'll do, I'll do anything.
3: I'll do anything. you Say my
2: name three times. <laughs>
3: Humor. I had a good ass idea for um uh a book it w- it would be called um not a book, but like a TV show or maybe a book, I don't know. The um Alcoholic's uh, Guide to a Good Time. And it's just like all these rules that we've come up with over the fucking uh, years <laughs> of shit. It's like, hydrate before you intoxicate. Like, I think like I think that would mo- make both a, a good book and a good YouTube series. That's what I thought would be cool. Be- and
2: I would base it a lot off of fucking experiences. We've actually had fucking drunk. We, we should make it a YouTube series and make it really like tongue in cheek. Funny. You meet it a random
0: be, guy just- trying to sell you meth. Go drink with him. He, he'd be
2: a good friend. I just, uh, I just picture. If you're I, Casey, I then, it then go drink a, with them. And hey, Matthew.
3: Not- <laughs> uh, like people in their fucking like early, like twenties, like fucking just getting there kind of thing. Cause that's the way I picture it. But I mean, you could do it with an older cast too. It's just um. It just seems like it fits more with people still trying to figure... Not... F- I mean, everybody's trying to figure themselves out, but people that are just fucking... Just getting pushed into the, the outside world of being told of what they're supposed to be doing at, at the age of right out of, like, high school, I guess. But, like, just fucking... But, I mean, you can change that to anything, really. Because I'm still doing semi-same... the I'm not doing as much stupid shit, but... <laughs> I mean, for instance, I'm not jumping through bonfires and burning my eyelashes off anymore, but But it was a good time. It was a good time. I'm not waking up wondering where the fuck I am.
0: That's always fun. Like, yeah. what the hell?
3: Waking up wondering awesome where you I are and right now. Fucking, and then once all the memories hit you at once, like a fucking fast forward VHS tape, and you're like, oh shit, dude. I just fucked my friend's kid's grandma and I need to get out of here. <laughs> That's just funny. We have a lot of good stories, all of us. Like I don't know, we can form all into one really good fucking funny series, I think.
0: It'd be hilarious. Like a little
2: documentary talking about shit.
3: Yeah, I just fucking turn it into something.
2: We should we should do it like a trailer parks boys type thing. We should just do it as a YouTube video.
3: Would be cool, and I mean, we have so many fucking drinking rules that sometimes don't even make fucking. Sense. So why
2: not? Hey, why not put out some purely entertainment things from the podcast like that? Get to show our personalities a little bit more.
0: Yeah, be cool. We can. We can How How would
2: everybody else feel about that? Because I feel like this should be a podcast part of the podcast what we're talking about um right before we end out like if you feel like this would be a good idea where you want to see more of our uh random thoughts put into podcast or put into fucking videos let us know um but yeah as far as this as far as the subject of video goes how do you guys feel about it so Uh, i don't feel like the cia wrote this song from what little we did yeah, no, I don't think the CIA wrote
3: it. I don't like think we did de- de-
2: We definitely need to revisit this, and we will. But as of right now, I don't feel like the CIA had anything to do with the song. <laughs> we definitely need
3: to look on uh, Genius for the lyrics and see the way they're uh, yeah. <laughs> interpreted on there. I, <laughs> I feel
2: like if, if the CIA did write the song, it'd be a lot more um, uncouth and uh, in-your-face. Um be just straight up like propaganda put in words. And this just seems like a very tasteful way to, to voice a political movement at this time, because it was actually very tasteful in my opinion. I don't know what you guys feel, but like I feel the government would not be as tasteful. Nah. Um,
0: they would, they would have to, to try to hide the lyrics, but I don't, I don't believe the CIA not I
2: don't feel like they would think that way, though. Like, this seems like a band writing a song. As someone who has written songs with bands, this seems like a band writing a song in this way. It, it's more they, I feel like if the CIA were to take a part in writing this, it would be very in-your-face, and there'd be no nuance to it.
3: It'd yeah, be more I agree believable. with you. It, it's more believable if they, gave, if they gave a band a script, like a, a general idea, like a, a summary of what they want and had them turn it into a song for them.
2: I feel you know, like I mean, even if you did that, there'd be a lot of, like, blatant non-nuances to it. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. But it, it's a that. very well-flowing song, and it doesn't deliberately... Yeah. Address what is actually going on in it. So I feel like, like again, if we possibly did more research, which we didn't do that great of research. I think a good musician could transition because I mean, there's rappers. You can give them a
3: subject and they make it their own. I, but, but I don't think that they actually fucking, I don't think they actually like the government was involved in that fucking song. But I, I think that if they were, I think that they'd be able
1: to make it their own. But
3: I, I don't think, yeah, the government had anything to do with it. I think that's a thing. Unless, because
0: the CIA has been known to to fund projects. Like, they funded a movie. I can't remember the name of it. And uh, all this stuff. So what what if they just funded... funded it them gave um, gave it. them
3: money? It's like, you don't want anything in return? No, no. But just just keep it anti-communism. No, just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, keep
0: keep yeah. on keep it on you know keep
3: on, keep it on yeah. we'll
0: we'll pay for this album see i can i can get behind that the cia funded them but i don't think they wrote the lyrics because no, i feel I like the lyrics are. would be the lyrics are more personal to them than it was
3: yeah
0: it would it would have to be and then it, well
3: that's no different than a record label telling you as record labels do don't do this do that dumb down these lyrics simplify them so people really understand it make this more basic Make this uh seem more complex when it's not. I and I, I'm doing this deliberately by saying record labels are stupid because they want everything in your face. They don't want you to think they want you there's a brand, they want you to do this specifically that way. And actually yeah, actually that kinda goes towards my point with things. Record labels tell artists what they're allowed to write about and what they're not. So who's to say the CIA couldn't do the same thing, actually? Because they they literally like artists constantly they hate that they get put in a bubble and they're forced to write a certain way they're not allowed to explore anything different change things up no this is the sound this is the way it has to be No, no no take that out of your song you're not allowed to say that do this uh don't use that word it has three syllables uh break it down to like one
0: <laughs> like, hey, I can hear everything you're saying. I need you to I need you to not speak clearly and just start mumbling.
3: Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, with like modern day like hip hop stuff. Yeah, that's just like mm, nah I understood a word you said. No. <laughs> but no, that that's exactly how like
0: Can we take that word that you said elevator and just go <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't uh don't use the word apathetic. Just say you didn't uh, just say uh emotionless or something. I don't know. <laughs> You didn't feel it.
0: <laughs> Motherfuckers ain't walking around with the goddamn thesaurus thetor- uh, and dictionary. They don't know what the fuck you're saying.
3: <laughs> don't do that shit. <laughs> it's kind of changed a lot with, like, a lot of, like, bigger named artists. They're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. But don't expect to be able to do the same thing first when you're coming up. Especially if you ain't signed by another artist. Like, uh, example, uh, Atlanta. Records. You know have many people I see wearing fucking. uh Speaking of record labels, I see a bunch of like kids wearing um death row shirts, and it's like I know you don't know what the fuck you're wearing. Like I don't. I looked that up because I was like, "Who they the saw fuck the
0: N.W.A. movie?"
3: Yeah, it's the same thing with like the Wu Tang shirts, and I seen those like spike up like the amount of people wearing those. Like. Because uh,
0: they're
3: out. retro, the G- yeah. But yeah, but it, then I I noticed like a like a sir I don't know like it it just like a bunch of people after that show came out, and I was like I know you don't listen to them. You're like 16 years old, and you live in the middle of nowhere as I do now. But I was like you don't really know how any of that shit works, or like the music, not how that shit works. But I mean, I I don't think you've listened to anything. you've watched the show you don't know how like who they are I don't know I said how the shit works but the same thing with fucking the death row shit it's like who you listen to that's on death row like uh, I mean Snoop Dogg owns the label now I don't know who Snoop Dogg has signed to it no idea yeah yeah, but it's like, I know these kids don't. I know for sure. I'm not one of those people who's like, name one song. But I'm just like, that's weird. I don't even wear shirts with my favorite, like, fucking artists on them, really.
0: Uh, Well, these are the unforgettable rappers signed to death row. Tupac, Dre, Daz, Dillinger, Corrupt, the DOC, the Lady of Revenge, and Sam Sneed were the top
3: ones. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, who signed to it now? That's because kids are wearing them. It's like, who are they fucking whatever for? And they ain't listening to Tupac.
0: Uh, let's see. It's a list of current
1: and former artists. Let's see. Uh, second to none above the law. Badass.
0: Uh, COP. Boss Hog. Crooked One. Danny Boy. Daz Dillinger. Boss Jay Valentine.
3: Hog. I know Boss Hog. Ooh, Nate. Nate knows
0: Dre, well, J really. Valentine, J Flex, J Well, uh, K Solo, Corrupt, Lady Revenge, LBC Crew, Little C Style, Little Bow Wow. I don't oh, know. He was on death row. Little
3: Bow Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> MC Hammer, Lisa Left Eye, Lopes, uh, Michelle, uh, Milk Bone. Dr. not, Dr. Mr. Malik, uh, Mark Morrison, Nate Dog, Snoop Dogg, Outlaws, uh, OFTB, uh, Prince, Idle Joe, Ladle Joe, i do not sure if that one is, RBX, The Realist, Sam Sneed, Slip Compones, Scoopafly, Spider Loke, YGD, The Top Dog, Young Shoulders, Castro, Ken Lawson, Napoleon, Peter Pablo Proof, Suge Knight, The Alchemist, uh, yeah, Big proof, Trade, Proof's dead. E. Well, these the, they said they're currently signed, so pro- they probably
3: have uh, some. Proof shorts. was uh, Eminem's best friend. I know uh, corrupt Tupac, was Warren G. Corrupt is fucking um, a part of
1: Snoop Dogg shit. Um, there's a there's a few more too, but. I haven't heard of a lot of these
0: people, I so I, I don't fucking know most of I, don't know. I,
3: I don't even listen to a whole lot of musicians from like this side of the this side of the coast, the West Coast. Oh, okay, the Dog Pound—that's what it was. I knew he was part of Snoop Dogg's group. I just didn't know. Uh, so it was Daz, uh, Daz Dillinger, who's also a part of the Dog Pound. I I, I was like, I know corrupt, and Warren G. Doesn't he have a group with fucking
1: uh, Mount Westmore? Mount Westmore, is
3: that what it is. It's a super, yeah, it's a super group, and I know it has fucking uh, E Forty and Ice Cube in it. Oh, and Snoop Dogg. Oh, it's not. No, Warren G's not in that. It's too short. It's too short. Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, and E Forty. You got two fucking. Uh, uh, oh no, Warren. Oh no, it's special guest Warren G. For this concert thing. Never mind. But you got uh, it's SoCal and NorCal rappers together. They don't usually, I wouldn't say they don't get along. I mean, I don't know. I don't think they do. Maybe.
1: Maybe they do. Maybe I'm just making up (laughs) shit.